اشرب شرب اهل الصفاء الله الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 26 of Soul Food titled Gratitude. In this episode, we're going to look at true blessings. We're going to look at the dishonor of ingratitude. And then finally, we'll look at the greatest blessing, the greatest blessing that can be given to anyone. So in addition to thanking Allah Jalla Jalalu for the religious and worldly blessings that we have, you should also think more deeply about the religious and spiritual blessings in particular. So for example, you know, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for food and for shelter and for clothing and for family and for all of these things that we have in the world that are not necessarily worldly in and of themselves, but they're of the world. And we also thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for faith and belief and being connected to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and being connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so on and so forth. But we need to give extra thought to the religious and spiritual blessings in particular. Because a lot of people in today's world, they think that you're blessed when you have material things. But Allah tells us differently in the Quran that blessings are not really indicated by just having things in the world. Allah tells us of a people in the Quran, So the disbelievers may say, they said about a particular people, has Allah favored these poor believers over the rest of us? Right? So the disbelievers, they were actually mocking those people who believed in Allah because they were poor. So in other words, they were saying, what blessings do they really have? They're poor. They don't even have anything. So these are the people that God has favored. And you see that in the world, that there are people who are very arrogant and worldly. And they think that they're either beloved to God or they don't even care just because they have things of this world. And the people of true knowledge and devotion, those whom Allah has really blessed in the true meaning of the word, they are the people who are grateful for what they have of their connection to Allah. And that connection to Allah suffices them and makes them feel such a sense of fulfillment that they do not care about what they miss out on of the things of this world. You know, people have this thing called the fear of missing out. FOMO, it's this new thing that people see on whatever Instagram or social media, other people doing things and then they go, oh, I'm missing out. But the reality is, is when you have a connection to Allah, when you have Allah, you haven't missed anything. And that's something that we really need to aspire to and think about. So the studies have shown us that people who are attached to extrinsic motivators, i.e. stuff, 
that when people are motivated by external factors that motivate them, I want more money, I want a nicer car, that in reality, when they achieve those extrinsic goals, they're not happier. So why are people so caught up in that? Right? So that's not a real blessing. People think that that's what it means to be blessed. But having those things is not an indication of having any favor with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that we recognize as believers that the highest levels of happiness and peace come from deeply and truly being connected to Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Imam Ghazali says it beautifully. He says, a devout person who strives against his or her nafs and works hard to perform acts of worship, such as two rak'ahs with adab, and does all of this hoping for a moment where they are able to call upon Allah with purity of heart and sweetness. So that if that person achieves that moment of purity with Allah, even once a month or once a year, or even once in their lifetime, they will see that that moment that they've been given of sweetness and nearness and intimacy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest blessing that they've ever been given and that it was worth all of the sacrifice and the dedication and the devotion to have that one moment. It's all worth it. And that that one moment with Allah, if you're granted it, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us that. If you're granted it, it is greater than anything you can experience in the world. That brings us to the next point, the dishonor of gratitude. Imam al-Ghazali he sa has a great example. He says, imagine a man who has been granted the honor of being in the court of the king. And not only that, that he is seated next to the king. And he is served by the servants and he wears the nicest robes and he eats the finest of foods. And the king brings that person close and gives that person all of these great honors and favors all in return just for a small amount of work that that person does during the day or night. Do they just do very little in return? But the king honors them and brings them close and has his servants serve them. But then, strangely enough, this person who's been honored so generously sees from the window that there's a dog eating scraps of food. And he's attracted to that and he leaves the court of the king to fight that dog over the scraps of food. If that happened, you're probably thinking that's crazy and you're right. If that happened, the king would probably look at this person and say, you know what, this person is a fool and doesn't deserve to be in my court and doesn't deserve the favors that I've bestowed upon him. Imam al-Ghazali says, this is the state of the scholar who inclines toward the world and follows his lowly desires and leaves the blessings of what Allah has given him for the lowly things of this world. So we see on the flip side, that blessings are taken away from people who do not appreciate their worth, that do not leave being honored by the Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram, the Lord of Majesty and Generosity, for a little bit of garbage scraps that you're going to fight with a dog over of the dunya. That is the reality of the dunya. 
And it's not to put down other people or to put down their aspirations, but it's really to call things into perspective and to let you know what you're being invited to and to let you know not to miss out on that for something that really does not last and something that does not have intrinsic value. So it's a shame, you know, if you think about it, if someone turns away from the devotion that they've been given after they've been granted that sweetness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that brings us to the final point, the greatest blessing, the greatest blessing and gift that anyone could ever be given. And the gift that is deserving of the most gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the gift of Islam. And Imam al-Ghazali says, if you've lived your entire life, not only that, you lived the entire life of the world, the existence of the world from the beginning of the world until the end of it, and you spent that entire amount of time thanking Allah for this blessing, you still wouldn't have given it its worth. You still would not have thanked Allah according to the value of the blessing that you've been given. And Imam al-Ghazali narrates a hadith from the Prophet ﷺ that he heard a man saying, Alhamdulillah, for the blessing of Islam. And he said to him, Salawatullahi wa salamuhu you have truly praised Allah for an exalted blessing. With your gratitude for having Islam, you still have to be careful from falling into a sense of being guaranteed paradise. We don't have that in our deen. But you should always be careful and recognize that your life is judged based on its ending. But what you have of Islam, you thank Allah for that blessing and you pray that He does not take it away from you. And as Allah says in the Quran, as for those who deny our signs, we will gradually draw them to destruction in ways that they're unaware of. And one of the scholars, he said, this means that Allah grants them blessings but they forget thankfulness. So when you're bestowed a blessing, but you're not thankful, it no longer is a blessing. But when you are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes a blessing that is preserved for you. Allah increases you in it, and you're rewarded for your gratitude and your thankfulness. So hold on very tightly to gratitude and hold on very tightly to being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala especially for the spiritual blessings and the blessing of faith that comes with it. And that brings us to the call to action. You should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant you the sweetness of nearness and that you taste it in such a way that you prefer it over everything else of the world. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that moment. That moment that Imam al-Ghazali says is even if you experience it just once in your life, it's worth all of the effort. Ask Allah for that and that you prefer it over everything else of the lowly desires of the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that. Allahumma adhiqna ladhata munajatik. Oh Allah, allow us to taste the sweetness of calling upon you intimately with yearning and with hope in you and awe of your majesty and in love of you, subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant all of us that. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, 
please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.